the past several weeks, our lives have been thrown completely upside down. And it's important with what's ahead of us to be financially resilient. So today I'm going to share with you how to create that plan B so you can just press on. You did it. You have found your judgment-free zone, the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for women who want to become reinas of their money and love their dinero more. I am your host, Jen Hemphill, a former extreme frugalist turned reina of your money advocate. Each week, I'm going to help you reign your money like that queen that you are with inspiring interviews and panel discussions from La Comunidad Latina and with solo episodes sharing simple, actionable tips and strategies. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And now let's jump into today's Dose of Money Confidence. Hola, it's Jen Hemphill. I have a huge question to ask you. How is it going? Now, really, how is it going for you? I wanted to check in with you because, of course, our lives have been turned upside down. We don't know what's going on from day to day. There's so many changes. We're stuck at home. Uh, There's so many things going on that naturally it's going to take a toll on us if we don't take care of ourselves. So I let me know. When you get a chance, email me, message me on Instagram, the Instagram at Herdinero Matters, and let me know, seriously, how are you doing? Is there anything that I can do to support you? Now, in today's episode, I'm going to help you really be financially resilient and press on because although this is going to pass, we have to focus on the things that we can control. And sometimes that's hard to do because we are inundated by notifications, by news, by things people are saying and what we're seeing. And oh my gosh, it's overwhelming, right? Because it's crazy that within less than a month, too many people in my eyes, one more than one is too many, have gotten sick from this coronavirus. Too many people, again, in my eyes, have lost their lives. Then there's a shutdown of businesses that have left some with no job, no income, or some are simply teleworking from home. I say simply, but that can bring on challenges in itself if your whole household has changed and everything, everyone's at home. And on top of that, if that wasn't enough, the economic impact of this crisis is still hard to gauge, even though we know it's not so hot. And it's not going to be an easy road ahead. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but we can press on. We can get through this. And in today's episode, I want to focus on that. I want to focus on being financially resilient. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you why you are already financially resilient. You just need to own it and how to create that plan B to use now and in the future, as well as a key word that you always need to keep in mind in creating this plan B in the things that you're doing right now, as well as how to prioritize your expenses and why we, yes, you and I, as smart as we are, can be a a target of scams. It doesn't matter how smart we are, as I said. So let's start off with the the definition of resiliency. So 
Resiliency is simply the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's toughness. And why you are already financially resilient is this isn't your first rodeo. You have overcome tough times at one point in your life. And whether you're saying, well, actually, in comparison to other people, it wasn't really that tough. Let's not talk about that story. That's irrelevant. You have overcome challenging times that have been challenging for you. What that is, for it's different for every person. The point is, is that you have been resilient and that you have already overcome this. All right. So you are, just get that in your head. You are resilient and you can do this. We can press on. This has been unprecedented times, but this definitely will pass. No matter how tough it is, <laughs> maybe the road ahead is going to be tough, but it's going to pass. Now, in creating your plan B, if you're thinking, well, we've already been in this crazy mess for several weeks, it's too late. It is not too late to do this. This recovery of the economy is going to take a while. So it is not too late to create your plan B, to implement your plan B. And up to this point, maybe you haven't shifted or done anything. Starting now is better than not starting at all or have started at all, right? And the benefits of creating this plan B is that, well, if you have this template that I'm going to share with you, you'll have one in the future if necessary. And hopefully that won't be necessary, but it's always better to be prepared than not be prepared at all. So the key word to keep in mind in doing all this is your family. By all means, your family. Always, always take into consideration on taking care of you and your family. So any decision that you're making, no matter how tough or how easy, think of the repercussions of making that decision. What are, in making this decision, how is this going to impact my family? How is it going to impact our household? All right. So the key word when you're making any of these financial decisions is family. Keep that in your mind. All right. So in terms of the plan B, what exactly do I mean by plan B? With this plan B, I'm talking about reshifting how you spend. And there are definitely different scenarios. You may be listening and your finances, your income maybe hasn't been impacted. Or you may be listening and there's been a loss of, of a job or there's been layoffs and your income has definitely been impacted. So you need to reshift how you spend. And even if your income hasn't been impacted, you might want to consider just taking some precautions. We don't know what's coming. Okay. And I'm not saying that in the way to cause any fear or panic by any means. I'm saying this in a way to just take some preventative measures that if worst comes to worst, you're prepared and you have a plan. And we're also in this plan B, we're going to, you're going to learn how to prioritize how you manage your money. And I'm going to share with you some resources for you to look up and I'll, I'll make sure I put those in the show notes to help you make some decisions. But I'm going to go into some of the things to consider when you prioritize how you manage your money. You're also going to create a document just to have for future use to date it so you know it's 
the plan for now. <laughs> and then you can um, print it uh, twice or download it and have it on your computer for future use. Hopefully you won't have to use it, but it's something that you can reuse should the need arise. So I have prepared a template, as I mentioned, and uh, or a, a worksheet. And I'll give you the link at the end of this episode. Now, the first thing that you want to do is to list out what is important and essential for your family. So you want to consider, does is there someone in your family that maybe has current health issues that can't be ignored, which comes to out-of-pocket medical costs, all right? Or maybe there's... Uh, one a, a child or a family member with uh, special needs and not necessarily medicine related, but just some special needs. Or maybe there could be just so many different scenarios. Really, is what you need to do is just consider what is important and essential for your family. So think in terms of when you have to make a financial decision, whether to pay A or B bill. What are the repercussions of not paying bill A or bill B? For example, you have uh, a utility bill or you have another bill. Let me just, let's say uh, television. I'm just going to make some, some stuff up. And you have a decision to make. Do you not pay the utilities because you really want to watch TV Or do you pay the utilities and not pay the cable bill? If it comes to that, if you don't pay the utility bill, they shut off the utilities. You may not have heat or air conditioning or water, whatever that utility bill that you didn't pay. So you want to take that in consideration. What kind of repercussions? What will happen as a result of not paying this bill? So you want to make sure what are those things that are really important for your family and essential things that you don't want to be, you don't want to ignore. Once you do that, you want to list out your bare bones expenses. I call it bare bones. So you get the the picture, like there's no, I mean, it's literally the chicken bone. It's no chicken on the bone. It's literally bare. There's nothing on that bone. Uh, And what is that for you? Okay, so what is absolutely necessary at this moment in time? Granted, you also, when you're doing this, you want to consider your financial situation. So if your financial situation due to this pandemic has been that you lost income, you want to really, really hone in on what is really absolutely necessary. If your current situation, you didn't lose income, You want to consider if you were to lose some income, if something were to happen and the income was less, what is absolutely necessary? So this could be food, utilities, a car payment. And then you want to consider what can you do without with those restrictions that we have of of being at home and being the social distancing. So maybe canceling the subscriptions and maybe not Netflix, because let's be honest, We need some sanity and watching Netflix can help us with that. As a result of the restriction, we're not necessarily eating out. Maybe we're ordering for delivery or picking up at a drive-thru, but maybe that eating out has lessened. Or if not, 
challenge yourself to see what you can do to make that happen. We're not doing any of the fun stuff like going to the movies or shopping at the mall because we can't do those. Uh, maybe if you have a gym membership, hopefully they have communicated with you and hopefully they're kind enough. I know our gym did that they're pausing them. They're freezing the membership and they're not continuing to charge. Think of those things. And once you have listed the expenses of what you can do without, what is that total dollar amount? Because this is the dollar amount that you can save. Save as in not spend uh, for the purposes of this exercise. So you have what's absolutely necessary and have some examples I gave, food, utilities, medical expenses, car payment, because if you don't pay the car, they come and take your car and you can't go anywhere. And that definitely can hinder your needs and what you need to do as a family, even though you can't go far, but it hinders going grocery shopping. Or if you are needing to go into work because you're um, deemed an essential employee, going to work is is hindered. So you want to consider those things. So right now we've talked about what is absolutely necessary at this moment in time that just stays in that budget. And what can we do without? So you'll ultimately come up with a list of bare bones expenses. And with the expenses that you can do without, you want to know what the dollar amount is, the total monthly dollar amount. So you want to circle that dollar amount of the money that you can do without. The next thing we want to get into is your income. With this rapid change, how did your income change? We've already discussed that you may have not had any change or you may, I know we did, and especially um, more on me, uh, I lost a significant source of revenue. Now, if your income hasn't changed, that's fantastic because maybe you're teleworking at home. But if your income has changed, before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Changed write down that income that you have lost. So you have, and you'll you'll see where I'm getting with this. So you have the money, the total dollar amount of the expenses that you can do without. And now you want to know what the money that you are no, no longer earning for the moment. Let's say, let, let's just keep that clear for the moment. How does those two compare? Now that you have what you have lost, and the money you identified you weren't spending or going to do away with for now, how does it compare? Are you still needing money to make up for that money you lost? Do you want to ask yourself that question? Once you do that, the next thing you want to do is prioritize that debt. Remember I told you the key word to keep in mind is your family needs go first. So how do you prioritize what to pay If you can't pay the minimum payments on everything, let's say worst case scenario, you lost a significant source of income and you're trying to figure out how in the world are you going to pay these bills, these debts, okay? As I take you through this, I am referencing a fantastic book that at this moment, at the moment of this recording, you can get the ebook for free and it's not on Amazon. So I am going to put that in the show notes, this ebook goes into much greater detail that I'm doing in this episode and it's called Surviving Debt. Again, I'll have the link in the show notes 
to get that ebook for free. Okay, so it's you can't download it. It's literally you're reading on a web browser. And I highly, highly recommend it as it is a very legitimate resource. So when prioritizing your debt, you're going to have three categories, your high priority debts, your middle line priority debts, and your lower priority. Your high priority debts include any court judgment debt. For example, when you have been sued, any criminal justice debt, that can be any fines that you need to pay any car payment or leases, rent, utility bills, child support, those are considered high priority debts. So when, if you have any of those, you want to make sure those are top of the line, what you need to pay. So with what you have, you need to consider that very high priority. The middle ground can get to high priority really quick are any uh, mortgage delinquencies, Uh, real estate taxes, federal student loans. So notice I said federal student loans. You'll see why later. Any taxes to the IRS. So if you have any of those, then that's next in line. Then your lower priority includes medical debt, credit card debt, any debt owed to friends and relatives, private student loans. Notice before federal student loans take more priority. Private student loans are the lower priority. Debts that you owe as a cosigner, deficiency actions after your car is repossessed, any charge accounts, any small loans, all those are under the category of lower priority. Now, this is not to say not to pay any debt at all. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that this is just a way to help you prioritize what to pay. and. Once you prioritize your debt, you can figure out what you can pay and what you're not able to pay because let's say your situation has drastically changed and you're not able to make all the payments, then you want to reference that list that I gave you. And again, it'll be in a worksheet as well as you will have uh, access to this ebook. You'll uh, look at that list and make sure that you get those items on the higher priority debt taken care of first, okay? For those that for whatever reason you can't get to because the income that you have currently is not enough, that's when you call your creditors. You need to make that phone call. It's definitely good to call. It's not good to ignore. So call your creditors with whom you'll have trouble paying and talk to them. Let them know your situation. Arrange a plan. But before you call, you don't want to just call and say, I can't pay you. You want to know your numbers so you can talk to them very clearly and communicate that you've done your homework. You know what you can and what you cannot do. Instead of saying, I'm not going to be able to pay this credit card payment, you can say, My income decreased by this amount, which is not allowing me to pay the minimum payment for this card, for example. But you need to make that phone call and arrange a plan. But again, to arrange that plan, you need to know your numbers. You need to know what you can and what you can't do. Another thing that you want to do is you want to determine how long your current emergency funds will last you based on the situation. And you may be thinking, Jen, what emergency funds? I have none. If you have none, it's not the time to beat yourself up. 
right now is the time to do what you can to take care of your household, to take care of what you can of your finances. If you do have an emergency fund, just figure out how long will this last based on your new situation? How long will it carry you through? And if your emergency is fun, let's say isn't very strong, maybe you don't have that much money in there and you are still putting away for retirement. So let's say you have a small emergency fund. You've been putting away for retirement. Your finances completely shift, right? You're losing income, let's say, or you don't lose, I don't know, you lose an income and you may want to put, and I'm not saying this is what you need to do, you may want to consider just putting that on pause for a moment. You have to look at your situation. So again, I'm not saying this is what Jen is telling you to do. <laughs> I have to be very clear on that. This is something that you may want to consider. Very different. So remember, this is not what Jen is telling you to do to put a pause on retirement. All I'm saying is you may want to consider if you're if you don't have that much emergency funds to that money that you've been putting away for retirement to put that on pause and put it into your emergency fund instead. Date it. You need to date, you want to date this document. And that way it kind of becomes a record of what you did before and just keep it updated as needed. Once you do this, this is allows you to plan for now, but eventually you want to readdress this plan should something similar happen. So you want to just update it. So you want to consider every once in a while after this is all done, because we're going to get through this, right? You want to make sure you every, I don't know, six months or a year, I think to update it. What would your plan be? Your plan B be <laughs> should your financial situation change? So you want to just consider what expenses you would do away with. And you also want to keep in mind that some expenses that are essential right at this very moment, especially let's say if you have a baby and you're buying like crazy, those diapers, those aren't a forever thing because you won't always need those diapers. So just keep that in mind when you're tweaking your plan B. So that is your plan B and I'll, and I'll review it in a little bit. And again, you're going to have a worksheet to work from. And if you want to re-listen to this episode to help you do this by all means. Another thing that I want to mention that I want to make sure we're not ignoring is the topic of scams. We're at a time when times are crazy. That's when scammers all of a sudden decide to try to scam people. And even though you and I may consider ourselves safe because we're like, we've got this. We're not going to become prey to a scammer. Just remember, scammers are good on preying on fear and emotion. And we can have a weak moment that they might just come into our lives at email or uh, it could be a knock on the door or a phone call. And it just can come at a precise moment when you're at your weakest, where you and I may be at our weakest and, and any of us can fall for them. Any of us, it can happen to any of us. It's not just older people. You and I can also fall for these scams, especially when we are have a lot of fear, when we're stressed, and again, when we're just at a weak moment. So you want to keep updated on scams that have emerged with this pandemic. 
And in the show notes, there's a link to the consumer part of the Federal Trade Commission that gives you the latest updates in regards to this. Again, this will be in the show notes. I definitely encourage you to take a look at that so you are aware of what's going on, uh, sharing with family members and friends. All right, so let's recap everything that we talk about today. So we talked about financial resiliency and how we are already resilient and why we're already resilient. We also talked about creating a plan B and why we should do one. It's never too late, as well as a key word to always keep in mind when you're making those financial decisions, which is remember family. And we went over your plan B, which is you know, making sure you list out what's essential and important for your family. You want to list out your bare bones expenses and figure out the dollar amount of what expenses you can do without. And you want to look at your income change, especially if it has changed. Then once you do that, you want to identify how does that compare? And you want to prioritize the debt. We talked about prioritizing the debt and what you should concern yourself in paying first. Once you've prioritized, you need to figure out what you can pay. What can you pay and choose from that list? And what if for some reason you are in a position that there's some things that you just can't pay, make sure you call those creditors and have that conversation. And you want to also determine your current emergency funds and see how long this will last as well. And you can use this template and redo it. Again, I do encourage you to just tweak it. Just think a year down the line, if we were in a similar situation, hopefully not with this virus, but if there's our financial situation completely changed, what is our plan B? And you have, you'll, you have a worksheet that you can access for this. And you also want to make sure that you keep in mind that scams can happen to us. It can happen to the best of us. So you want to just be aware of what scams are out there and not be in the mind frame of they'll never get me because <laughs> I would spot it a mile away. Well, sometimes they're very easy to spot and other times they just catch you when you don't have your guard up. I want you to take some action and I challenge you to create your plan B. And remember, I created a worksheet just for you. It's free and you can get your copy over at jenhemphill.com forward slash plan B, all one word. Now, today's reina of the week is Ardelia and she wrote a nice uh, review uh, for the podcast on how she loves my delivery and information that I give about financial matters. So I want to just say thank you. I hope that you have definitely found it valuable and that you're implementing some of the things that you learned. So I appreciate that, Ardelia. Now, remember to get your worksheet at jenhemphill.com forward slash plan B. Now, if for some reason there's some things that are just, you have a question, let's say in your situation, you're not quite sure how to, whether prioritize your personal situation. I have office hours. They're a small fee. It's just a 20 minute call. And I have the link in the show notes as well. It's $50. Basically, what it's really ideal for, for that one question, that one pressing question that is keeping you stuck. And I don't want you to stay stuck. So it's ideal for those type of questions. It's not for you to plan your budget or anything. We can't do that. 
in this type of call. But if you have that one pressing question, we can do that and have the link in the show notes. Next week, we talk to attorney Leslie Tain all about the Equal Credit Opportunity Act. So we know what to do when we're discriminated, should that ever happen in financial services and how to protect ourselves. I think it's important to be aware of those things. That is it. Eso es todo. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into today's episode. You can check out the show notes and all the resources and links over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 208. And remember to claim your reina crown, tu corona. You don't have to wait. The choice is in your hands and becoming the reina of your money can start now. You've got this. Tu puedes. Just remember that our current situation will pass. You are very resilient and always keep in mind to focus on controlling what you can control. I know that's hard, easier to say than do, but just remind yourself. If you find yourself in a spot where you're just overwhelmed, just remind yourself to focus on what you can control. That really helps me a lot and has been helping me a lot these past few weeks. So I'm sending you many abrazos. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. I will talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.